Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Christian Garrick's got a great piece up at WWL.com in the LSU section right now. We'll have it more prominently on the site starting tomorrow morning. But getting to know the LSU regional, Baton Rouge regional, he's got capsules of Arizona State, Southern Miss, and Stony Brook there. Of course, it is Stony Brook, the Seawolves, that are LSU's first opponent on Friday. And LSU fans here, Stony Brook, they... Uh, they get a little antsy, especially after what happened to the Super Regional in, in 2012. But as Christian Garrick lays out, not the same Stony Brook team, another four seed here, and LSU favorites certainly in that game, and they are favorites in this regional. Let's bring on in Wilson Alexander, who covers LSU baseball for the Advocate. He'll be out there this weekend at WHAlexander underscore on Twitter. And I'm sure you bookmark the Advocate and follow his work every single day, especially as LSU advances here in the postseason. Wilson, what's going on, man? Uh, here we go. A uh, big week for the Tigers. Yeah, I think this one's kind of important, don't you think so? <laughs> just uh, just kind of. Uh, have you heard from all these LSU fans a little antsy about uh, Stony Brook and seeing them the first matchup? A little bit. I mean, it definitely brings back uh, sort of horrible memories for all of them. Um, it was particularly, I think, kind of funny when Stony Brook uh, tweeted back at LSU uh, a gif of Ryan Reynolds and, like, smirking with the caption, oh, hey. <laughs> and I think that got people kind of riled up um, for, for this regional this weekend. Yeah, yeah, always a great social media interaction, uh, usually from these college accounts. Um, all right, let's talk about this regional field. How do you think LSU matches up, not just with Stony Brook, but in Arizona State and Southern Miss also? I think they match up pretty well. Um, it, I guess just, you know, starting with Stony Brook. Stony Brook is, you know, won its conference to get in. It's uh, it's not – I don't think it's a team that uh, that it was in 2012, uh, kind of like you mentioned a minute ago. Um, with Southern Miss, uh, the thing with Southern Miss is it can pitch pretty well. It can hit pretty well. Also won its conference. Um, but, that, I mean, it was a preseason top 25 team, but – they commit so many errors um, of the, I think 512 runs they've allowed this year. I think 287 have been uh, just earned. So they've, they've committed so many errors and that's kind of their big Achilles heel. Arizona state's intriguing because they started the year 21 and 0. they've got two guys um, who can just absolute rake and, um, and they both got more than 20 home runs. And right now their names are slipping me, but um, Arizona state is definitely an intriguing guys, team. Yeah. Yeah, Hunter Bishop's yeah. one of those guys, and and you're right. It's, and that's what we talked about yesterday. I had an Arizona State beat writer on the program and then uh, asked him about that lineup, and he said, yeah, they, they can mash, but uh, a little concern about going uh, over there to the box and uh, not necessarily a, a hugely cavernous ballpark, but one that's not a band box either, Wilson. Yeah, I mean, it plays pretty well for pitchers. It's fairly deep um, throughout the park. Um, it'll be interesting to see how the wind kind of plays into things. If it's blowing in, that definitely doesn't help Arizona State. Um, that's gotten to LSU at times this year because LSU tends to hit the ball in the air so much. Um, and it's also going to be interesting if, you know, even if, if Arizona State and LSU even end up playing each other, 
just how LSU's pitching does because that's going to, I think, the biggest question mark for LSU this weekend is that starting rotation and, and how they match up against everybody else in the regional. Yeah, Spencer Torkelson, uh, Hunter Bishop, the two big mashers in this lineup. But they've, I got a handful of guys with a nine-plus home runs. Uh, with, with the, and you, you kind of reference it here with the, with the pitching staff, and we'll get to it. What exactly that's going to look like this week? But with the pitching staff that's been so inconsistent this year, that it seems like a big concern, specifically with Arizona State, when you have these big boppers in that lineup, that things can start to, start to snowball in a regional pretty quickly. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if Arizona State gets hot, I mean, it leads the country in home runs with ninety-two. And if LSU's pitchers aren't on their best game, then Arizona State can get out of this regional as the, as the winner, and LSU's season could be over. Um, so LSU's going to definitely – I think Baseball America ranks this as the toughest regional of the 16. It's going to be tough for LSU to get out of it. Um, I agree with you. It's Wilson Alexander of The Advocate joining us here, talking a little LSU baseball. What's that rotation going to look like? And I think Paul Maneri a couple of days ago said, you know, Cole Henry is going to try to get three, four innings uh, out of him. Uh, what's that staff going to look like this week? He, now, Paul hasn't, uh, you know, said who's going to pitch on what day yet. That's something that he'll uh, say tomorrow morning uh, during the final availability before the regional. But it's going to be some combination of Eric Walker, Landon Marceau, and Cole Henry. Landon's been uh, pretty darn good down the stretch. He's Look, he's a freshman. He had some struggles in the middle of the season. But uh, he seems to be, um, I don't know, uh, in my mind, maybe the most reliable starter right now. Um, would you agree there uh, for LSU? Oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, he's had two really great starts, both against Auburn over the last uh, week or so. Um, you know, Auburn's not a great hitting team, but Landon's just completely, you know, cut them up. And the big thing for him is that he's healthy. He There was a stretch during the season, about a six-week stretch, when he only pitched twice. He had a pinch uh, in his shoulder that he was feeling. He had some stuff with his rotator cuff. It was kind of, you know, just he needed to get up past that. And once he did and was healthy again, you saw the Landon Marceau that LSU was raving about throughout the preseason. And he's definitely been their most reliable guy here down the stretch because uh, Eric Walker has struggled a little bit, especially at the SC tournament and Cole who was their best pitcher during the regular season until he got hurt, um, is still building back his endurance. So when Paul Maneri has been in these spots before in the regionals, when he's had a, a true number one starter, whether that's a guy like you know, Alex Lang or Aaron Nola, he's um, saved them for that uh, game two. Um, I don't know if he has uh, you know, a surefire number one. Maybe it is Marceau right now that he would save for game two. you have any guesses on how um, what he's going to announce tomorrow? My guess would be to go with Marceau in game two, based on like the logic he said that, that he usually saves them for that for that uh that second day, and maybe pitch Eric Walker on um you know on Friday he trusts Eric he knows that Eric can pitch well in big spots and that he doesn't shy away from it, um but he could but because of that same you know reasoning he might end up pitching Eric on game two because he's done it before, um and then you go Marceau in game one but it's going to be interesting I don't think you can really go wrong. Um, because, like you said, they don't really have a clear-cut number one guy. Yeah, it's true. Uh, it was media availability yesterday. They got another one tomorrow, like you referenced. About a minute left here, uh, Walker. How were the players? Were they loose yesterday? Were they ready for this? Oh, for sure. Yeah, they're excited. It was interesting. It was just crazy that, like, two weeks ago or three weeks ago against Arkansas, they're talking about how dark everything is, and then now they're you know jovial. They're cutting up. They they've found happiness in baseball again, and and you can easily see it. Yeah, you got it. 
you got to be happy playing baseball this time of year. Uh, I know it's LSU. There's a lot of stress, but, yeah, enjoy this, guys. Uh, Wilson Alexander, who covers LSU baseball for the advocate at WH Alexander underscore. Follow him. He'll be tweeting throughout the games all weekend long. Wilson, always appreciate it. Enjoy the games, and I hope we're, we're talking to you next week for a Super Regional, man. <laughs> Thank you, Seth. Have a great night. All right, you too. And there he goes, LSU and Stony Brook opens it up on Friday. That's preceded by the uh, Arizona State Southern Miss game that, that – it's going to be, it's going to be intriguing, and and I do think that Southern Miss is the better matchup for LSU, and Arizona State's is the one that scares me. And I've talked to a couple of people; they think they're the the number two seed that has the best chance to advance anywhere in the country. Back after CBS News. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.